Fam. Gotta make sure I'm straight. You ready? You ready? I'm ready, man. This is the What's Next podcast, Houston's number one platform where I invite creatives to share their journeys and give us a depiction of their visions. Most importantly, the last question I'll ask is, what's next? John Ross Dyke first, founder of Still Visionary Inc. and creator of the What's Next podcast, dropping every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Shout out to my student, Dawkin Hasma, for the voiceover. John Ross Dyke first, founder of Still Visionary Inc. and creator of the What's Next podcast, dropping every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Walk with me. Yo, I feel like 95. Sachi on my body. Houston, Texas. <laughs> Don't start like that. Houston, Texas. Welcome back to the 110th edition of the What's Next podcast of production of Still Visionary Inc. 110. 110. Listen, man, before we go any further, you know, I knew that you were going to come like this with this shirt on because you're a businessman. So I, t- I, I, did, I went ahead. I made you this red shirt. Official. And I want you to put it on right now. Okay. We'll Y'all be right don't want to see my belly. Let we'll be right back. <laughs> and okay. we're back. Man, um, before we get started with the episode, let's introduce our social media handle so we don't disrupt the flow of the conversation when we get to that point. We're still visionary. No, okay. <laughs> you do mine? Okay. Do you want me to go first? No, I do it. Um Follow 713 Food Truck Plaza. Follow that first. That's my business page. Also, I'm sure we'll get to talk about uh, Blacklist, so follow Blacklist ORG. And I'm kind of boring, so my personal page is Freddie B357. That's Freddie with a Y, not IE. Okay. And um, John Ross Dyke first, founder of Still Visionary Inc. and creator of the What's Next podcast, dropping every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. And you can follow me at John Ross Dyke on Instagram and on Twitter, uh, still underscore visionary and the What's Next pod underscore. If you would connect with me on LinkedIn, subscribe to my YouTube channel, like my fan page on Facebook and visit my website at stillvisionary.com directly in front of you. I have all the T-shirts that I sell on my podcast out the trunk of my car. And on my website, and you can shop stillvisionary.com slash merch. How are you? I'm good, bro. Yeah. Long day, but good day. Yeah. Um, It's good to have you here. Yeah. No, I'm serious. It's good to have you here because uh, when I think about my journey, uh, you're heavily influenced in it. Right. Right. Um, For those of you that don't know, my man and I, we went to U of H together. Sure. And on this podcast and this platform, I have said many times that um, Kings Israel number 19 gave me my platform to start. Inside of Kings Israel number 19, this man right here to my right-hand side um, was the guy that opened up his house for me when I finished my process in masonry and said that I would never go without another meal again. Um, this man right here invited me to come to the first event the Blacklist Association's first food truck event yep. a couple years ago. Um, and I have never been without opportunities when it comes to dealing with you. Right. So in episode 108, my wife was like, you need to allow people to tell you. She was speaking to me. She said, you need to allow people to tell you 
um, that you're the hottest. And when I went ahead and thought about that after, I was like, nah. I'm going to keep saying that I'm the hottest. I don't care what people give me. But to you, I'm going to give you your flowers throughout this whole episode because I think that what you're getting ready to do um, is long overdue for you. Right. And uh, without you, there'd be no me. I just want to just make sure that that's clear. Without you, there'd be no me because I wouldn't have had the opportunities without you giving them to me. So I appreciate you. You already know. Yeah. So listen, when I ask you how you doing, man, I, I want to know the truth. Unmask it. How how are okay. you doing? I'm I'm good, bro. But busy. You know what I mean? Like yeah. a lot of stuff going on. You got a lot of hats you got to wear. Mm-hmm. Um, just trying to balance everything. You know. Um, and I'm used to that. I'm good under pressure. And right. I'm under pressure right now because uh, this weekend's gonna be first weekend for my new venture. You know? Right. So, right. Right. Um, right. Right. Here we go. There. Here you go. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you know, just trying to cross T's dot I's right now. You right. know, um, my phone I'm sure is, is calling me because that's <laughs> something I need to be doing. But I'm with my bro, and this is what I need to be doing too. Listen, man, I needed you on here because um, you know the month of March was a struggle for me in podcast, and I just was not focused. I wasn't locked in, and you know, even. Um, trying to get you on the podcast kind of was a hassle initially on my part, you know what I'm right. saying? Because I kept having to change the date. But I'm locked in for the month of uh, April, mm-hmm. and I'm ready. Man, it's important what you're doing, man. Um, me and the fellas talk about this all the time. Just We have to tell our own stories. Right. And you let creators tell their stories. And, you know, there's another media. You know, media is the fourth part of the government. You right. know? And this is media. You feel what I'm saying? Right. So we thought we are going to govern ourselves. Then mm. was, I mean, we need to have our own mm. media. Mm. Mm. So you, 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 you crucial. And, mm. You know what I'm saying? So my man is uh, the gems. Listen, <laughs> listen. In the in the, I, I want to let y'all know another secret. In the KOI bylaws, this man's name is in there because he was the first line of King's Zero Number Nineteen AFAM, right? And so in my phone, I have you locked in as six Job six and nineteen. <laughs> That's for sure. That's for sure. So, uh, man, if you could describe yourself in one word. What would that word be? Um, that'd be one word. Okay. The first one that comes to mind. Pragmatic. Mm, can you define that? Man, uh, I give you a lamest terms, bro. Like, I'm very. It's like goal oriented. Like, get shit done. I can say shit. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> yeah, because I might drop one or two. Yeah, I, I get stuff done, man. Mm-hmm. You know, it's that's important to me. You know, like um, pragmatic people get a bad rap sometimes because mm-hmm. when you're pragmatic, sometimes emotions and um, these other outside influences that would derail you don't you don't let that derail you. You focus right. on the goal at hand, and that's what you push towards. Right. So I'm very pragmatic, bro. Right. I, I like to ask people that, man, because it's so many words that I feel that people feel they associate themselves with. Mm-hmm. And um, for me, it's been um, unappreciated. For me, it's been undiscovered. For me, it's been accomplished. Mm. Right. And, you gave and, me three. You only gave me one, though. No, 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 no. I'm not saying right now for me, it's it's accomplished okay. right now it's, for it's, me. It's been but, evolution. Yeah. But, you know, during throughout the duration of this podcast, it's been a few of them. Right, okay. and so I, I just like to ask people that just to see where their minds are at. Yeah, 
And like I said, when I when I when I mentioned it, I talked about goal oriented because, man, you, you know, life. You gotta set goals for yourself, man. They can be short term or long term, you know. But it it keeps life uh, engaging, right? You, know? you don't get stagnant, and right? Like that, you know what I mean, right? But then when you set a goal, you gotta go get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you feel me? So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Sitting here right now, like you know, I, I mentioned the masonry stuff, but I also gotta say about the education part of my career. You know what I'm saying? You were the like, listen, <laughs> Freddie B, man. Listen, man. Ah. You represent um, a cornerstone in my career, whether it be media, whether it be education. Mm-hmm. You've always been there. And it, I think I think Houston, Texas, this man gave me the opportunity to get my education hours to become a teacher. Right. right? So, you know, it's only right that you are here. Right. 110th episode. 110 episode. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how to break that number down, but it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But um, so you got a lot going on, man. Um, you got a lot going on and, and I want to dive into it, but I want to find out. Um, so recently in media, um, the Joe Budden podcast is going through their whole thing. Right. Um, and it's, it's for me, it's full circle because I've been a part of a partnership that went into business together. Right. I know you have as well. Yeah. Right. And, all I can take from that experience, from whatever information that I gather when they talk about it, is the fact that, you know, sometimes people got to take breaks mm-hmm. to kind of like find themselves, see if it's what they really want. But I'm grateful for that break as well, because um, sometimes you find when you're on a team, you're going separate directions. Mm-hmm. For me, going from Still Visionary, well, from Visionary Movements to Still Visionary Inc. was one of those times where I felt like even though I had a clear vision, the foundation wasn't level mm. you know what i'm saying so we had to to preserve the friendship mm. we had to kind of say you know what let's just call this chapter in our respective careers the end and move forward mm-hmm. with the with the um blah is that where you guys are or what is going on with that because that is where i got my first kind of official hey come on in here and kind of network with us mm-hmm. so that that way we can kind of get this together. Um, I think there's a natural order of things, right? And, you know, uh, with the BLA, there's five of us, right? So we got five individual brothers, you know. Um, and I love my brothers. Shout out to Atum. Um, Bugs. Shout out to Boogie. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Brother Preach. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, O'Ray. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, and myself. So we are a five-man team. And so to answer your question, no, we're not on a split up, um, but life happens, you know. Right. Um, yeah, two of our brothers have had children in the last two years. Right. One has had two in the last two years, <laughs> and the other one has one. Right. Life, you know what I mean? Commitments. Mm-hmm. You know, brother, you got to be committed to your family first. Mm-hmm. Anything. Mm-hmm. You know, community is a part of our initiatives, but family first, because right. that's your community. Right. So uh, I think that has a lot to deal with it. Um and going forward, I, I think we have a lot to give to the community. I feel like we've done a lot, and we we still reflect on it to this day. We just had a conversation with uh, Books last night, just our our contribution to the black by black movement in Houston, because mm-hmm. it's it's popping now, right? Mm-hmm. The, the market at the uh, Buffalo Soldier, shout out to Black Market Houston, um, it's popping. 
mm-hmm. um, before that with the Shrine. Mm-hmm. Shrine been, was going on eight years with the Bye Bye Market, mm-hmm. but we helped evolutionize that. So, uh, you know, the contributions we made, or I think they're, they're major, you know, because uh, now everybody doing pop-ups and let's do a pop-up shop. And right, let's be right. black and right. But, uh, you know, we are doing it before it's cool, bro. We were born rushing black businesses, you know. And um, so we we can't rest on that. We, we, we're talking about what's going to be our next contribution. And, you know, we're getting older, you know what I mean? So it's like, hey, bro, we, we can't be in these streets like we were before. Right. But now we need to set something up for someone like to pass a baton type of stuff, you know what I mean? Right. So. Um, fam, I, I just... You know, it suits you to be the head in charge. I, I don't like to use that word on this platform. No, but it, it suits you to be that, right? Um, what do you think people should take from our conversation? And, and you know what? If if you know what if it just comes out when we talk about the food truck plaza, then cool. But I, I like to kind of, I really want to start out with that, but I, I want to find a way to organically just insert that in there. Like I, I didn't want to it to be question, question, because, you know, we go back. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? This ain't no, this ain't no, you know, I just met you yesterday. We go back years. I've been traveling 11 years this yeah. year. You've been traveling 13 this year. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, nine. Yeah. You've been traveling 13. No. 14, 14 12 years, years for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. So we go back. You know what I'm saying? U of H go cool. Sorry we lost in the final four to Baylor, but at least Texas is represented in that. But we go back, mm-hmm. right? So I know that one thing, two two birds and one stone. When I put this on Facebook and your name is attached to it, the GL going to go crazy. Right. I know that, right? But I also know that U of H too is represented in this building. We both got red and white on, which is our alma mater colors. Yeah. What do you think people should take from this conversation? I think you know, uh, two two brothers really catching up. You know what I mean? Like in different parts of our lives. You know, right. I think you know we're in way different parts than right. when we first met. You right. Know what I mean? right. And your growth is is easy to show. You know, it's it's easy to be seen. It's it's visible. You know, it's tangible. You can see, you know, your growth. And um, so. Sometimes you just plant that seed, man, and hope it grows, you know. Mm. If you're not here, plant these seeds and see what grows, man. You know, I'm, I don't want to force nothing, you know. Right. Like you said, organic. Like I think it's like essential. Said, I think it's essential sure, because, because listen, you need that in your career. Mm-hmm. Somebody is going to say, hey, man. And, and let me tell you how it was. When was the first year that um, y'all did the food truck thing? At Shrine of the Black Madonna. We're in 21 now. 18? No, 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 no. No, it was 18. 18. 17. 17. 17. I got the phone call from you. Mm-hmm. You said, hey, man, you should pull up. or Whatever you yeah. paraphrase, you should pull up. Fam, you know, <laughs> you know, my first thought was, Damn. If I pull up, I don't have nothing that represents that's, that's me. That's what you told me. Yeah. Nothing represents me. You know, I cranked out about 20 shirts before I pulled up. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I don't believe you. I believe I, <laughs> <laughs> damn, I cranked out 20 shirts before you I ready, pulled up. You got I wasn't, because I know that, you know, 
this is a platform where blacks support blacks. Mm. And if I know I came out there without any kind of like representation for myself, it was going to kind of be like a wasted trip. Mm. So the reason why I was late was I was like, oh, shit, a nigga just told me to come on and pull up. Yeah. So, man, I cut the machine. I was like, I was like, let me just do this 20. That's why I was late. But but I think that without that, you know what I'm saying? Without that community aspect, Mm -hmm. I'm not here today without that. I think it's important to say that the first, the mobile part of my podcast came with that with that alley oop. Yeah, you was right up front. You know what I'm saying? Meteor Road. On 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 the strength of my man was like, listen, come on up here. Here's your spot right here, and that's why for me, whatever you got going on, I'm I'm ten toes in. Right. You know what I'm saying? And uh, it's important to say that. Listen, Habakkuk two two and three says. And the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain upon tables, that he may run that readeth it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it, because it will surely come. It will not tarry. You do what you do for yourself to prove you can do it for others. Even though the year of perfect vision needed corrective lenses, your vision was never out of focus. You remained still. You remain determined. Kobe said, The Mamba mentality is the attention to detail and the level of commitment. Run your race because you got time. Keep the momentum. Believe in your story, a creative story. Remember, never stay comfortable while trusting the process. Be innovative in your 720 hours. There will be stumbling blocks. You just keep pushing. Most importantly, what's next? Continue to drop. Every Tuesday. Every Tuesday? Every Tuesday. Every Tuesday. Every Tuesday. Here, here it is. You are in charge of the kids in the GL. So organization has always been your thing, mm-hmm. right? When when life happens with the blah and you're sitting by yourself and you see everybody moving, everybody doing their thing. The food truck festival, our food truck plaza comes from what? Let's jump into it. Yeah, I think you, uh, that's a good point you just made because brothers are doing their thing. Yes. Again, shout out to Ori and yes. and Sonny. Let's get into it. Let's get man, into it. Come man, on. The boys doing their thing. If y'all know about Third Eye Studios, man. Mm-hmm. My guys, I mean, they are amazing, man. Mm-hmm. Um, doing a lot of good things with the with the video. Mm-hmm. And if you understand uh, the the trend of things, everything's moving to video. Mm-hmm. Remember, it was just Snapchat, then Instagram, mm-hmm. Facebook. They didn't have video at first, you know? mm-hmm. so video is important. So my brother took that and they ran, and they're doing a beautiful jobs. But that takes time, you know. Mm-hmm. That takes you got to put a lot of effort into that, not just setting. Um, setting schedules but also editing and all that type of stuff so mm-hmm. I think that takes away from my brothers to commit to the BLA because they got other things going on mm-hmm. um, I tune media again man like we we taking the media game over bro I really he's believe. always been like that he has been bro even at the um at the food truck thing right 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 he, he's been doing this thing for a long time so um 
And so when it came to the food truck part uh festival, excuse me, when it came to the food truck festival, my responsibility was get the food trucks. Like I was the one on the grounds communicating with the food truck owners, hearing their stories, you know what I'm saying? Like getting to know them, uh, know what they offer, learn about what that food truck uh entrepreneurial life looked like. You know, it's 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 even not just a, a hustle, like this is part of their income, you know, it's important to them, you know. So I really got invested in into uh what they do and, and you know, these people are chefs and what I learned a lot about some are chefs but not good business people. Some are business people but not good chefs. You know what I mean What does that mean that they can't they can't conquer two well two things that I mean, we're I mean you, you might cook really well but it's a business at the end of the day. You feel right, what I'm saying? Right, so right, 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 right. They weren't able, you know, I've learned that over the years, but I'm kind of getting off the subject. But <laughs> No, 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 because you're on it. Yeah. Um, so um, when it came to the food truck, Plaza, it, it's been in my, been in, in my in my mind for about a year, bro. It's about, you know, we don't know what the festival's going to do, and we are going to do the festival. But, of course, COVID hit. We got a lot of time to sit and think about um, what can I contribute or what, you know, um, uh, initiative for myself. Um, you know, I have a family. I want to get some income, you know, some extra income. I'm an educator, so I got that going on. But let me get some extra income going yeah. on. Yeah. But, you know, everything I do, it got to be righteous, bro. You know, like mm-hmm. this is a, um, I know I'm working with some, again, that's what I was talking about, getting to know these food, these food truck owners. Like they need places to pull up. And make their money. <laughs> they they right. bread, bro. Like right. they gotta buy food. They gotta, you know, pay for their little fees and all that stuff. And they gotta pay their staff. You know what I'm saying? Like that all costs money. They need people to come eat. You know, right. uh, like for myself, I up until maybe about a month ago, I haven't ate at a restaurant in like a year. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I ain't really been eating a restaurant, so I've been eating maybe fast food or. Maybe, you know, I've Uber Eats a couple times, but eating at home. So people need somewhere to go eat, mm-hmm. but feel safe. Mm-hmm. And that's where the, you know, the idea came to my heart. Mm-hmm. You know, um, when, I, when I think about um, your evolution, because listen, we used to be college kids. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? We used to be college kids. For me, the craft represented a second opportunity to be in an organ in an organization of men. That's what it represented for me because I didn't have the grades in college. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to take the gloves off and I'm going to be honest in college. I did not have the grades to pledge. Yeah. So when God bless the dead, when Mike Fain approached me and he said, Hey, it's a, I know a large and they would be perfect for you. I kind of was just like, Hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like, because I had an experience in Orlando, right? But, um, and I forgot where I was going with this, but I'll, I'll, I'll wheel back to where I started. But um, I forgot what I was going, fam. Where was I going? Are you, are you with me? I, I would just tell the story and then you start telling the story. What? I forgot where I was going with it, You're though. Crazy. You talk about how the masonry, uh, you know, joining the lodge and how is that part of your, your growth or what? You know, okay, 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 got you, got you. So we started off as college kids, right. right? Okay. We become men in this organization that forces you to be a man. Sure. Right. And 
all of a sudden I see that it's no longer and I don't want to isolate anybody. It's no longer about the well-being of humanity, but specifically the black race, mm-hmm. because we, we kind of need a little bit more attention, mm-hmm. kind of need a little bit of more support from our own. And I see you go towards that direction with the whole RGB thing and Marcus Garvey principles and all of that. How does that evolution connect to the whole blind everything for you? Um, I think it's at the fabric of like my principles, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I spoke on community earlier. Like as men, we have to be uh, not just a, a passive member in the community, you have to be an active member in the community, you know? Um, in whatever way it's going to be. Um, so I don't know, bro. I'm telling you, like, I'm big on like accountability and sh- stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, hold myself accountable. Like, what are you, you know? Right. Like, if you say you're gonna do this, then then you know how are you gonna do it? And do it. Find a way to do it. There's no, there's no, um, there's no playbook for for doing it, but you gotta do something, you know. Um, and so, uh. When it talks about RBG and talk about you know Garveyism or whatever you want you know say uh, these principles about cooperative economics and stuff like that like they're spending money with each other okay so are you going to cooperate economics be like okay I'm going to make a concerted effort to go spend money with black owned businesses right or I'm going to start my own black owned business or I'm going to promote black owned businesses or I'm going to help black owned businesses you know what way are you practicing cooperative economics because mm-hmm. it's not that hard you know what I mean. And we all know there's a need for it, you know. Um, and it's not something that, I mean, other communities are doing it too. So it's not a taboo idea to do it. So It's not another idea that, so for example, whites don't spend with whites, is that what you're saying? Indians don't spend with Indians, Mexicans don't spend with Mexicans. No, they do. They do. Okay. They all do. So you say, but that's something we don't do. Not, you know, um, not as I think not as much as we should. Yeah, we could, and but there has to be opportunities for that to happen. Right, like you can't say, "Oh, go spend black," but how? Cause you know, what I mean, how? Right. I mean, that's why these you know black markets things are important. So now you don't have that excuse where I don't know. It's 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 a little easier now. Right. You know, Google took my idea. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, you know, so one of the Blacklist's original ideas was to do a nationwide directory of Black-owned businesses. Right. right? I remember you telling me about that. Yes. And, uh, you know, we we start compiling, of course, in the city of Houston, the the greatest city in the state, in the nation. Um, We started compiling these. Thanks. (laughs) We started compiling these these Black-owned businesses and stuff. And then we said, well, we need a way to identify, you know, when we pull up. Because you go to Chinatown, you see the... Little symbols and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Go a different place. So, um, you know, recently Google started this little thing where they put a little red circle with a black heart inside. So when you Google a business and you see that little red circle with a black heart, you let you know it's a black owned business. I mean, it's, it's really dope. But they got the they got all the the resources to make this shit happen. <laughs> we, right. we didn't have the resources right. to make it happen, right. but right. Right. we've been sending that idea for about eight years now. You know what I'm saying? But they made it happen. So what I'm saying is, it's a lot easier now to practice some form of cooperative economics, some form. You know, right. and again, you, your job is not to yourself uh, sustain a business, but if you contribute to that business, then you're doing your part. 
Um, how many food trucks are gonna be present on Friday? I'm gonna do my uh, announcement on my on live today. Okay. Um, did I spoil on it? Friday? Was it? Did I, spo- did I spoil? No, you're good. You're okay. good. You're good. Okay. You're good. Okay. Uh, okay. So Friday, don't put me on the spot. All right, we're gonna have four food trucks on Friday mm. and four on Saturday. Um, my goal is to keep it within that four to five, six range. Um, just because the whole purpose of uh, this is to have good options, but these trucks need to eat. Like, you know what I mean? If mm-hmm. you had 12, 15 trucks, the, it takes away the money that, you know, a few trucks can make. So we have four food trucks on Friday. Right. Okay. Let, okay, so here's the thing. Um, talk to me about the conversation with these people. Because obviously you have a relationship with them from the blog. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, you know, now you're dealing with, so prime example, what I mean by that is this for me, I think it was always important to have representation when you approach a business. Mm-hmm. So when I left visionary movements, LLC, I thought I was talking to my dad. I said, what would be the best, um, group identity to go under because uh, I I want to represent myself but I don't want my name to kind of hinder others mm-hmm. from saying hey I want to work with you for you and under you mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. so I blanket everything under Still Visionary Inc because I want it to be a corporation that kind of you know has help. So when you're talking to these people and you're Fred Bryant, are you using the blah as, Hey, we have a connection from there and this is my own venture. Or how does that conversation go when you're talking business as an individual standpoint? Yeah, it's been both. So, um, the, the trucks I have now, they're all people I've had relations with. Gotcha. So when Freddie call, Oh yeah. Gotcha. Like and when's the day? Gotcha. Oh, but you know, um, so it's just built from that relationship. But, um, these new trucks that I've talked to or, or introduced to them, they're like, who? Because uh, it's a 713 food truck plaza. Like, mm. what is that? You know, what is that? You know, mm. and of course, I only have a uh, hundred and something followers right now on Instagram. So y'all go follow. Y'all see I'm this. I'm doing it right now. 713 food truck plaza. Because uh, that's the first thing they look like. You got social media? Yeah, I got social media. So I show them social media. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, um, but then. I name dropped Houston Black Food Truck Festival on a few a few occasions, and they're like, "Oh, that's you!" I'm like, what the, you know, mm-hmm. um, and just you know your relationship, you know your relationship and your reputation, you know, precede you, you know. Okay, okay. I want you to um, you're a hip hop guy, right? Not like like Tom, but you know, um, not like you used to be. Man, you know, like, I like the old school stuff, so I don't know nothing about what's going on now, for one thing. And I got my certain number of people I've messed with. But I'm more, if I could categorize myself, I would say I'm more of an R&B guy than a hip-hop guy. Okay. What do you think about this record right here? Houston, Texas. Boy, you ain't on my side. I'm here with my brother, Freddie B. Boy, you ain't no... I say sign for 15 He couldn't afford a lawyer 
You know it been a long night when I hit time Join the right off in the state 05 When we out here been the corners Came up in this wicked place Taught me never be a loner Niggas run off with your bread And they'll leave you real hungry And if you in debt, they creep up and put that steam on you. It's a lot of ways I would be the only choose to. It's that ball of that street, my nigga, what you finna do? Senior year came up, cap and gown, Nike shoes. I like making decisions and moving when I want to move. Born in my life. I just knew to stay true. At the end of the day, only thing matter is revenue. 17 watching. Bosses got to answer emails, y'all. Sun beaming, got it like you walking. <laughs> It's the truth, different rules to the shit I had to do. It's the truth, different rules to the shit I had to do. Shout out to my barber man, K Jones. This is where I heard this record at. I say, boy, you ain't on my side. This next part is all real talk. I say, boy, every Tuesday. John Ross Dykes first, founder of Still Visionary Inc. and creator of the What's Next podcast. Dropping every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Shout out to my student dog and has me. Never have I ever thought about losing when money come up. I get to talking real fluent and vision all this shit. Now watch me go and do it. Until you're all red mouth open looking foolish. Hold on to my pride cause the world is real ruthless. Move with respect and anything less of this toothless. Tuesdays $5. Fam, listen. Listen, I, um, I was in the barber shop. And you know that part in the barber shop where they, where he kind of like he getting the, he lining you up right, and they say this other kid was in the other chair next to me, right, and uh, he was like, "Hey man, check out my check out this record I produced." When you hear that, you just kind of like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's different now because before they just hand you a disc and yes. stuff like that. Now yes. you just pull pull it up, you know, real quick. He's like, check out this record I produced. I'm like, oh, Lord, it's going to be trash. And then he played this record. And then he played the second one. I said, listen. I said, I told my barber, I was like, hold on right quick. Because I didn't want to move. And he's, my barber kind of, my barber ain't go, my barber ice water. So he ain't going to hook me. But I say, hey, man, play that other record again. And it was this record. I was like, damn. That barbershop, man. It's just so much culture in the bar in the barbershop so. that um, if I wasn't in there, I wouldn't have heard this record. And I've loved it ever since. They got flow. Right? Where's he from? Houston. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Set It's unbelievable, huh? Shout out to Set One Three. No, it's believable. <laughs> I know. It's I, believable, man. So what song's on your mind right now? Let me let me let me let me jump in for you, man. Um, a couple of years ago, um, when I was getting married, actually a few years ago, this year makes four years. Um, I was uh, the wedding planner at the time. I told her, "Hey, I want to have a band and I want to learn to play the bass guitar for my wife." That's what I told her. Mm-hmm. So I bought a bass guitar, and over the years, I've been uh, kind of. Uh, playing with it, stringing it, mm-hmm. trying to learn. And I realize it's a lot harder. It takes practice. Like this podcast is practice for me. And so um, the uh, ma- the band director at school was like, listen, you're a math guy. Mm-hmm. So it's really easy for you. Breaks it down. Mm-hmm. And so I'm listening to this Fred Hammond song. Um, 
You are the living word. I look up the bass line, the uh, bass in that, because I can hear it in the in the record. And I'm um, trying to learn to play the bass with that. So I'm, that's one song that's on my mind with Easter being yesterday. Mm. Um, and then I got to go hip hop, man. Um, listen, I just really, I really, uh, I just finished my real estate program. Ooh. And we'll get off into that in a second. <laughs> and Joe Budden had a record called Real Estate on, um, it was like a compilation an ordinary love, no ordin no ordinary love, no ordinary love song shit or whatever it was, and it was on that um, little compilation on Apple mm-hmm. Music. So real estate and you are the living word, in lieu of in lieu of uh, Easter. Now you got me thinking. So um, one is uh, my favorite song of all time because I played it last night because I got some speakers for the food truck plaza and we mm-hmm. just came over and we tested them out. Mm. And it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. I'm gonna be there. Front uh, center. So I had to choose a song to test them out. First time playing these thousand dollar speakers that I pimp money for. So I say it gotta be it gotta count. Right. So I'll play my favorite song. What's the what's the song? When we rap it. <laughs> <laughs> Special girl. Real good girl. <laughs> Biggest thing in my itty bitty world. <laughs> Call it up, bitch. It made me feel right. <laughs> One like you, Tim. Man, that's like my favorite song all the time, bro. <laughs> Such a vibrant thing. Vibrant thing, a vibrant Yeah. It went down. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you also got me thinking, a country song came on mind. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um... I need to find a name for it. Go you, you listen to country's music a little bit? Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes. With, with the laws, you know. I mean, that's what that's what really got me into a Zydeco country. Man, mm-hmm. you know, like, bro, I'm going I'm to learn how to Zydeco one of these days. Like, right. I found a brother that take uh, they do classes on the weekends. It's like one of the classes you drink and, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I drink when I was out of code anyway. So right. I think that we but, you, but you look like you can get down I mean, everybody says me, bro. I'll be out there. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be, I look like I know what I'm doing. Because you know me. And you know us. Mm-hmm. I got salsa too, right? I got merengue. You know, you know, we got a little Spanish. <laughs> That's one thing we, uh, we and John got together. Like we, you know, speak a little Spanish. And we, 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 we mix real well with the yeah. with the Latin community, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And especially when they hear us talk. Oh, he's, oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure, <laughs> for sure. So uh, Zydeco, it wasn't so uh, so different, you know. Right, it's two step, you know, type stuff. You know? So um, yeah, but country music. Uh, it's a couple couple guys I like, man. You know, I think getting older, maybe I, I start appreciating or listening to them more. Right, right. Did you check out the verses last night? Uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire, and uh, yeah, no, nah, I didn't, bro. I saw I saw a clip on Instagram, and Ron so Isley looked hits, like he was bro. like. Ron Arsley looked oh, like he, 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 <laughs> he kind of looked like he was gliding. That was goals, man. That, that man, oh, I just found out. I think he's 79 years old, bro. He or, don't look it. Or something like that. But he has a 14-year-old kid. He has a 14-year-old kid. You know, that doesn't surprise me because... Um, 14-year-old kid, he's 79 listen, years old. Listen. <laughs> this cat was 65 having babies. Listen, when I was at the bus barn... Yeah. I knew a guy, and I don't want to put his name out, but uh, (laughs) 
He squeezed out a kid, and he was sixty nine at the time. He squeezed. That's possible, out, he squeezed out a kid. If you stay healthy, you fine. He squeezed out a kid at sixty nine. Why, bro? Because I mean, his baby mother was like twenty something. Oh man, he, he squeezed was... out a kid at sixty nine years old. Mm. He worked at, at the basketball. Yeah, he was retired. He retired from. He was from Louisiana. And you know them guys, they kind of like he was, he's Cajun he's and all of that. He they just different. So he squeezed out a kid at sixty nine. He'll never see this. So, but but I don't want to put his name out there. But yeah. he squeezed out a kid at yeah. sixty nine. That's tough. Before. And I was, I think I was like what, twenty some at the time. I was like, what? That's tough. Crazy. Listen, man. Um, about the real estate thing. Uh, Congrats, bro. Thank you. I remember we, thank we talked about it. Thank you. And you know, really, that was the. I had um, passed the test, and I said I'm going to podcast in celebration for it. So I podcast, mm-hmm. and then I dropped that episode on a Saturday, and I kind of was like, "Man, you know, when you drop an episode on a Saturday for me, I drop every Tuesday. When you drop an episode on a Saturday, you kind of got to get got to get somebody lined up to drop that Tuesday. It started doing well, so I kind of was like, "I'm gonna just let it chill for a week. A week turned into two, two turned into three. But I was thinking, I was like, man, throughout that duration, I took the test. First time I failed both parts. And I want to be completely honest with you. I need you to, I need you to, you know, you got to, you got to give it to me raw. Right, pause. I took the test and the first time I failed it, Mm -hmm. I found some resources Took the test again. The second time I passed the bigger portion test, failed the smaller portion. Right. So do you have to do, do both of them again? Yeah, I had to do. No, no, no. I had to do the smaller portion. Okay. So again. once you pass the big one, you're good. I was good. Okay. It was it was clear. Mm. So then I remember talking to Charlie because Charlie made a hot sauce and he's going to be on the podcast soon. And he said, That's "Dog, be a good one. yes, That's going to be a good one. You know, Charlie and I go Ooh, way go like be back further than you and I go. Okay. Charlie and I go back to Bennigan's days. Okay. Man, that's going to be a good one. <laughs> no, Charlie. <laughs> Uncle Charlie. <laughs> so I'm, I'm thinking to myself, I feel the state portion. It's 40 questions. They take 30. You got to make 21 to get a 70. Okay. I failed the state portion the second time by a point. I talked to Phil. Mm-hmm. You know, you and Phil got the same birthday. Mm-hmm. I say, man, I passed the second portion, but I failed it. Talked to Mike, too. Mike said, hey, you got to go back there and get it again. I failed the, the third time I take it, I fell by a point. Mm-hmm. So every time I'm failing, I'm just like, damn, curse. I'm like, damn, one point, if they would have done this, if they would have done that, if they would have done this, right? Mm-hmm. So I got to go back and take supplemental courses to come back and take the state portion again. Mm-hmm. The second, the Now I'm in the second set of three times. So here it is. You take the test after you get done with the, the coursework. Mm-hmm. You take the test, <clears throat> pardon me, and then you got three times to pass it. Okay. You don't pass it in three times. You got to take a supplemental course. Mm. So I'm in the second set of my three. Three. Uh-huh. I failed it. The first. First time. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right. I'm in my mind. I'm thinking, all right. 
well, I failed it by this many times. If I would have done this here, if I would have done that there, cool, I would have passed it. I failed it again, 19, get a score 19. So I get to the last set of three. Right. Right. This is around February 2021. Mm. And I said to myself, I don't know if I'm going to pass it. I'm going to go in there like I'm going to pass it. Mm-hmm. But if I fail it, ah, it's so much failure on the way. I'm just like, all right, well, I don't know what's going to happen, but I just got to prepare myself to you. What does it look like when you are doubting yourself? Even though you've had prime example, you've for the last, let me say this. 12 years I've been traveling. I didn't go to Grand Session last year. So 11 Grand Sessions, you've successfully planned something for the youth group. Mm. What does it look like for you in your darkest hour when you're questioning whether this is going to be a success or not? I don't think you... You can't stop the, the thoughts from coming to your head, right? But you can conquer, you know... Or don't let them stay there. Let them let them let it come, but let them go. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's a one way in, one way out. And you know, um, I think about a quote, man. Uh, my favorite quotes: Marcus Garvey, "Without confidence, you are twice defeated in the race of life." You know, uh, so like you have to lead with confidence. That that has to that has to be how you step. Because if you don't if you don't have confidence in yourself, you're gonna be de- you're not you're gonna defeat yourself first before any outside forces are gonna defeat you. Right. So lead with that confidence, you know. Right. You gotta be willing. You gotta be willing to fail, you know. So I, I don't I don't let it I don't let it stay. Like I can't. I'm not gonna sit here and tell you I haven't doubted myself. I'm mm-hmm. not gonna sit here and tell you that I've been nervous or concerned about if something's gonna work. But you know. Take that 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 leap, you know. I was uh, you know, I grew up uh in a church home and was taught about you know um, faith a lot, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and learn about faith in yourself too. I think mm-hmm. that we miss that part. Mm-hmm. We talk about faith in you know a higher being or you know Jesus, but faith in yourself, your own capabilities, your own what you what you can do. Mm-hmm. So I will leave that with you. But man, you know. I ain't seen the I ain't seen the goal you said that you haven't reached. I haven't seen it. Every goal I say you do, <laughs> you you gonna go get it done, bro. Like, mm. mm-hmm. like you said, I know you for a long time, so I mm-hmm. see I see you through a lot of shit. And yeah, I mean you became the, you became the worship master, baby. You was in the east and did it did that and you did it. Listen, man, um, I ain't never done that one before, bro. I don't want to do it. Nope, good. You know, shout out to um, Andre Jones, 33rd, when he sees this. <clears throat> shout out to him. Because he used to say in the lodge that uh, a lot of guys want to do this. When I got there, because let me, I'm just going to be honest, that was never my fate. Oh, yeah. I know that. I know I'm that an actor. You. I know that about you. And along the way, I picked up this podcasting thing because 
it was a form of production. Mm-hmm. But I never want to be worse. I know that. Never. Come on. But again, bro, it's about what the power that you have. Right. You know, recognize the power that you have. Right. And and and, and it all came from just I guess being yourself. Passion, bro. I, I you are one of the most passionate people I've ever met in my life. Fam. Uh, I don't I don't know if you used that word when you give me your one words earlier. <laughs> Did you passionate. use passion? No, I'm I'm I might use it. Man, bro, you, you You know what I never thought about that. You are one of the most passionate people I've ever met in my life, bro. Fam, where I'm from and you know, we gotta dive we gotta dive deeper. Where I'm from, where my parents are from, it ain't no such thing as passion. Hmm. They don't have it. Really? They don't. It ain't because I'm going to tell you this. I started off an engineering major. Yes. Because I went to an engineering yes. school. Yes. Well, Booker I started T. off undecided. And then I went, I was leaning towards engineering. Yeah. Well, and I realized that engineering has a lot of physics in it. I was just you like, about nah, that later. nah, I wasn't. <laughs> I'm just be honest. But where my parents come from, they don't have a lot of passion. My uncle told my mother, listen, go and get a job in the medical field. Mm-hmm. You'll never lack a job again. Right. My mother told me, listen, JR, I see you hustling, but all these jobs you're doing, one job can get it done. Mm-hmm. That's what she said to me. Excuse me, that's that Sprite, y'all. Shameless plug. But, you know, my my people, not they not passionate people. They do what they got to do to get it done. Mm-hmm. Right, Manny, bro. Goal oriented, mm-hmm. and so they say, "Yo, listen. If I'm looking to make a hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars, am I gonna be able to make a hundred thousand dollars from acting, mm-hmm. entertainment, mm-hmm. or am am I gonna make a hundred thousand dollars from getting a degree? Because in college, I'm be honest, in college I dropped out twice. You know, people won't say that a dropout is simply." I'm not going back to school. Mm -hmm. That's a dropout. Mm -hmm. I'm not going back. Then when you got to work and you work in Disney World, you're working at Bennigan's at the time, you're working all these restaurants and it's not getting the job done. You're just like, listen, I got to finish school. Mm -hmm. Man, my parents are not the type to just like, hey, you know what? What are you passionate about? Mm -hmm. And not that. Mm-hmm. So to hear the word passionate, I am. Yeah, you are for sure. Like, no doubt about it, you are <laughs> <laughs> for sure, bro. Uh, and it, it showed it showed a lot, you know, over the years. And with everything you do, you do it with passion, and you can't ask for more than that. You right. Know? You can't ask for more than that. You gonna I'm, make, what? No, I'm saying you you'll make a you know you might make a mistake you might but you doing this shit with your passion, heart you know, lead with your heart. Right, right. I just uh, authentic, bro. I feel like I feel like you gotta have a platform to stand on, which is what you have. Mm-hmm. The blog was a platform to stand on because mm-hmm. it shows you. Listen, I can get with a group a, gr- uh, a group of guys who have the same interest in hand, and we can make something happen from nothing, ground up. And now that you've done that, you got a platform that okay, I did this, and we've successfully done this for a few. So now you gotta step out on your own. And for me, you know, when I see and I hear you talk about that, 
Well, when you told me that this was going on, I said, listen, it was a matter of time. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes, you know, you just got to, hey, listen, it's my time. Right. That's real. It's my time. Like, you know, I mean, in groups, one thing that I know about a group is this. Sometimes your ideas go unheard. Mm-hmm. You got a lot of people to deal with, a lot of personalities. Yeah, I mean, it's everyone, bro. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, you know, and, you know, when people talk about the Wu-Tang Clan, because, listen, that is the only group of hip-hop that's been, like, four or more guys. Mm-hmm. And they're still, like, they refer to them. That, you know, when they give them their accolades and their flowers, I've I've had a hard time understanding, like, why do they keep, like, souping these guys up? But it's hard to manage that many personalities in one group. Man, I appreciate it. I appreciate a group that sticks together. Yeah. I appreciate it. Um, now, like you said, the chapter might end, but at the end of the day, you still have a uh, a closeness, a, a unity amongst each other. Right. You know? Right. And then sometimes guys just got to kind of like, listen, man, I've seen you do your thing. I've seen you. like, And here's the thing. I'm not... I'm not. I'm not. Um, it ain't no more. <laughs> like you know, I mean, guys, guys do that thing, but it's just like I'm not. I'm not of that cloth. But this is what I can do. This is what I can do. We got a game on Friday, the ninth, right? Mm-hmm. But Saturday, you're doing it two days, right? Friday and Saturday. Saturday, after I cut this grass outside, I'm there. Well, think about 713 Food Truck Plaza. And so, someone asked me today, um, what's going on? I've just been seeing a lot of food truck parts popping up, which is true. So, like, you know, that lets me know I'm on the right, you know, uh, on the right track. Because it's happening. More mm-hmm. of them popping up. Because people are looking for options, you know, outside of the normal dining room, mm-hmm. restaurant option, you mm-hmm. know. Um, mine's a little different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um uh, mine's a night theme food truck park for once. Mm. So uh, it's not, you don't come during the day. It's, it's, it, we start at 7 p.m., but really, mm. it really begins at the 8 p.m. when the sun goes down. Mm-hmm. Um, the the crowd or my population I'm thinking about is those that want to go out to dinner. Mm-hmm. They, they used to go out to dinner mm-hmm. um, with their friends. Um, and as we grow, I got some plans, so we'll, we'll wait for that to what's name. But uh, mm-hmm. there you go. Now, uh, now you're rolling. Uh, the 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 group of friends that I want. Let's go out to eat. Let's go get. Let's go find some food. Let's go. Uh, you know, we got some DJ there, so just, let's go listen to some music. You know, y'all could. You know, you want to dance on the, on the little tables? It's okay. I ain't tripping. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me. I gotta chill. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was my top locking. <laughs> No, nah, but um, you know, so it's 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 for that it's for that 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 group that uh that population that that wants somewhere to go to dinner or you know late night meal ten o'clock. I don't want to go to the club, but right. I do want to vibe. You know what I'm saying? Right. I want to have a good vibe. You know, um, I've been doing my thing with the aesthetics. I'm trying to make the aesthetics really pleasing. Right. You know? And again, it's gonna grow as it grows. It's gonna grow organically. But um, a place to go hang out uh, with your friends. Um. Eat some good food. Like there's gonna be good food, guarantee. Right. right. Guarantee. You come to Seven One Two Food Plaza, you're gonna have some good food. Right. Um, 
Now you come for the food, but you stay for the vibes. You feel right. what I'm saying? Right. I want you to stay for an hour. You know, you ain't gotta stay late. You know, come have a good time, eat, listen some music, jam, and go home and you know go about your business. Right. Can I say this because, uh, and I'm glad you said that. You said that um, if you don't want to go out to a crowd. Mm-hmm. This past weekend, me and my wife were trying to get into something. <laughs> I'm serious. Everywhere we went, the the wait was an hour. It's crazy. Plus, mm-hmm. because guess what? It's open. Uh, he, here we go. Are you vaccinated? No, I'm not vaccinated either. No, right. And I have my reasons. Me too. Fair concept. Don't get this shit. <laughs> <laughs> we follow fair concept. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm not vaccinated. Um, I've heard people and their experiences. I've thought about it. I haven't thought about it, but I'm just like, listen, I'll wear a mask. Mm-hmm. But me and my wife, we went out to eat, or we were trying to go out to eat. And everywhere we went, the wait was an hour plus. Mm. When you said, hey, I got this food truck plaza thing coming up. I said to myself, I, well, I said to my wife, hey, you want to go to that? Mm-hmm. In the food truck f- in plaza, uh, right? And I know I don't want you to be biased about this, mm-hmm. but I want you to speak the truth, Fred. Sure. What's your favorite food truck in this food truck plaza? Ooh. You got to come mean, on, man. Like you gotta this give, week? You gotta, this week. You got to give it to me. You got to give it to me. Come on. Man. Come on, man. Come on, man. Favorite? Come on, man. Come on. Okay. All right, man. I got to go. I got to go Gumbo Express. Mm. Um, Are they cooking with swine? No pork on the fork. You know how we eat Oh yeah, come on! The beef sauce this is right here. My guy, right here. This is my guy. No, this me. is my guy. This it's a swine. I'll never touch mine. Um, no man, Gumbo Express. Uh, they're more than just gumbo. That's the name of their place. But uh, they do uh, Louisiana cuisine fusion type of thing. But mm-hmm. their gumbo is off the chain, and they have a vegan gumbo for your vegan eaters. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're 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 one of my tops, man. They're really good. Um, I mean, I got some more coming on down the road. Oh, I got a Jamaican restaurant Saturday, mm-hmm. or food truck Saturday, mm-hmm. Jamaica Ponde Road, and their uh, and their food's <laughs> so good, bro. Uh, so good, man. And, um, and the couple back, you know, back to what I'm talking about, you know, just getting to know the food truck owners. Like uh, my brother at Gunboy Express, shout out to Jason. Uh, man, that brother in his Jason who? His name is Jason White. White, okay. Uh, W Y C H E White, um, he is a official man. He's a, he's a he's a pinnacle in the in the food truck community because there's a whole food truck community, bro. Like it's a community, you know. And he's one of like the leaders there. And uh, like uh, they just had a the event last week, and they you know they they called people called them to come out because they're official, you know. Right. Um, but when I told him I got going on, he's like, Fred, just give me the date. And I send my money. You. you know what I mean? He he's supporting, support me, support others, and he do things the right way. Matter of fact, you know our brother Will. Will Stein. Oh, of course, of course. Yeah. That's my 
Of course. I know I'm telling you, but for the for me that don't. Yeah. Will's a chef, right? Okay, right. A dope chef. Right. Will aspires to be a food truck owner, right? Right. That's what he talks about in the podcast. So I um I set him up one time and I said, Man, well, I, I know a good person that, you know, will be a mentor for you. So Jason, I said, Jason, hey, I got one of my brothers. He was like, Yeah, just give him a number. So Jason let him come to the truck and let him walk him through, you know, about the from the beginning to the end about how to get your own food truck and how to operate it and own it the right way, bro. And, and he just did it on just GP, man. Like solid people, man. Like I don't know, bro. Like that just means a lot to me, man. You know, someone mm-hmm. just just does just does for others, you know. That's that's because that's that's the spirit I lead with doing for others, you know. Right, 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 right. Listen, today is April the fifth, twenty twenty one. We just uh, came from Easter. We have 270 days left in the 2021 year. What do you hope to attain in 270 days? A new position uh, as far as career-wise. Uh, looking forward to that. It's, it's in the works, so we'll see. Um, um, my food truck class is going to operate till October. Um, till when the weather's starting to change. I don't want to do anything um, past them because it gets so cool outside and everything, so I want people to be comfortable when they pull up. Um, but the food truck festival will happen at the end of October, and that's during the day. So right. it's a different vibe, you know. So right. um, set these goals, man. Like like I told you before, I'm making about setting goals and, and, and reaching them, you know, smashing them. You know? So one of the goals I have written down, I want to check all those boxes off. Right, I want I want to go like five for five. You feel me? Like a hundred or a thousand percent batting average. Because I know you're a bad, you're a baseball fan. You feel me? Yeah, I want to be easy. You remember that right time here. we went to the baseball game with with Easy? Yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Easy man. And I still keep up with him too, bro. How's he been? He's doing good, man. You know, Easy the man, bro. He the man. And his daughter, bro. Bro, we know we getting old. Yeah. How old is daughter now? Fourteen. Damn, your liquor's kind of dark. I need some ice. I need some ice. It's all good. more ice, man. I'm going to make it hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man. Um, I had to get back into the podcasting lane of doing it every week. It's been difficult. Man, you're consistent, though, bro. Well, I took a couple of episodes off. I did. Well, because, you know, not, well, got to tend to family first, like you said. Mm-hmm. All day. Family first. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so it's it's just been difficult to kind of set aside that day to podcast. Mm-hmm. And because I say the, the, the last day that I could podcast is a Monday. And we're, we're recording on, on a Monday. Monday. Yeah. Cause after that it just gets difficult. Mm-hmm. I got to take off work on Tuesdays to drop, and then ain't no guarantee the audio will be good, mm-hmm. but ain't no guarantee. You're my wife. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I smell something. Yeah, she cooking. Yeah. It's time. I'm staying for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to our wives. Shout out to Janine. Shout out to my wife Kizzy. Um, Let's talk about Janine. How is she in this whole process of 713 Food Truck Plaza? 
she's a busy woman for one thing. So mm-hmm. um, now she's uh, now she's like, what do you need me to do? You know, because um, mm. she's she's big on. Uh, mm. Our dynamic is like. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. John Ross Dyke the first, founder of Still Visionary Inc. and creator of the What's Next podcast, dropping every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Mm, she's, what do you need me to do? Yeah, our dynamic is like, you know, uh, the, I tell you my idea what I, what I want and you put it together. You feel what I'm mm. saying? Um, so, you know, a woman, period, you know, a woman's touch is important in a lot. Uh, one thing I always said about the BLA, that's the only thing we didn't have like a system. We had women that we could lean on, but we didn't have a woman on the mm-hmm. team. Bro. But shout out to the, the sisters that that's out here getting it because it's important to have a strong sister on your no team. Doubt. Bro. No it doubt. might be your wife, it might be your best friend, it might be no you know, something, but having a strong woman on your team is important, bro, if you want to get some things accomplished, you know. No doubt. Um, so, yeah. No doubt. Yeah. No doubt. Sam, do me a favor. Hit that uh, red button on that machine. Got to get it done. Hit that red button. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Take that. Yeah. Drop that on the floor. Drop that on the floor. There you go. Listen, man. uh, My boy, Freddie. The architect of my career. Like I said, I have to give you those flowers. Because... We walk around here as black men mm-hmm. and we're afraid to give other black men credit for the positions and plateaus that they've put us on. You know, it's funny, bro. Like, I always called you, like, my godson. You know, yeah. You godson yeah. Listen. Or prince or something like that, but you're older than me. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen. I'm glad you said that because here's the thing. And this is what I a realized. Oh, a year. A year older than me. A few weeks. Few oh, well, a few weeks. I mean, not a few months, a few weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, nah, actually, a lot of weeks. I, damn near so, a year. No, damn bro. Near a year. I'm October 1st, 85. I'm September 84. 84. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I said. Yeah. But this is what I realized this weekend, right? I serve at a church full of young people, mm-hmm. right? There was a kid in my church. Mm-hmm. And one time, I was gaffing for him. Gaffer, a gaffer in the acting realm is somebody who kind of holds the wires so that you as the cameraman can move freely and not have to worry about if you're going to trip over your wires. Oh, I was like, what are you gaffing? <laughs> so I was gaffing. I was gaffing. He was running camera for Cameraman, yeah. I was gaffing for him. Mm-hmm. So basically, I had the, the wire, yeah. the, his cords to his camera. I had them in his hand. Yeah. The way he was talking to me, I was like, listen, man, you got to relax. That's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. I go to a church that the aggressive black man mm-hmm. that I know I can be, yeah, you got to kind of, JR, you got to chill. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just be honest. Mm-hmm. This is what I realized. You mm-hmm. got to chill. And then I realized I'm around a whole bunch of kids. Mm-hmm. Like, I've lived my life. I've worked at Disney World. Yeah. Drove school buses. Yeah. Cleaned women's bathrooms. Yeah. Went to college. And I'm dealing with a whole bunch of kids that intern at the church. Mm-hmm. 
So I said to myself, JR, you have to chill. You have to relax. Because where you are right now, you can't spaz. Right? The kids, man, they have that they gotta they gotta have their experiences too. You know? Yeah. And I said to me, I said to you came into this as a grown man. Mm-hmm. The kids are coming into this as kids mm-hmm. with grown man responsibilities. Mm-hmm. So you gotta kind of just relax a little bit. This is what I said to myself. Mm-hmm. So where you want to kind of like, listen, man, you're not going to talk to me like that. You know what? I'm just going to be a student. I'm going to listen. I'm going to learn. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to try to talk like I know what I'm doing in this particular situation because I don't. Mm. So this kid is running around. He's talking too much. And I'm just like, oh, man, mm, it's killing me. I'm going to tell him to shut the fuck up. Right. I'm just to be honest. I want to tell him, shut the fuck up. Not in church. Though. In church. <laughs> what? In church. I want to tell him, shut the fuck up. God damn. <laughs> but I had to realize, listen, man, this ain't. In a black church, you can kind of grab a kid by his arm and be like, listen, you're acting out of character. In this church? Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Bro, you tell me he was going to church the other day. What church you go to, bro? Hope City. Oh, you go to Hope City? Yeah, I know somebody up there. I serve at Hope City. Yeah, yeah. Hope City is lit. <laughs> From what I've seen, I, I mean, I don't go there, but... It's a Hope great City church. It's lit. It's a great it's church. Lit, lit. It's very appealing to the young crowds and stuff like that. Exactly. Yeah, it's very appealing. So you got a lot of young kids there. Um, Man, we was talking another day, bro. So what's your age difference between you and your parents? You're the oldest. Me and my mom are 29 years apart. 29? Okay, okay, okay. Me and my dad ain't no telling. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to Pops, man. Uh, He a real one too, man. I like it that. My dad don't play games. No, he a real one, man. And I I, I appreciate that. Um, Because, like, me and my mom were, like, 22 years apart or something like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, like, I'm 35. And so when I was thirty, when she was thirty five, I was you know like fourteen. 30, right, 40. right, 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 right. So I had a thought. I was talking to my sister the other day. I was like, "Shit!" I, like I remember being twelve, right? And my mom was my age. You feel me? Mm-hmm, so I'm like, mm-hmm. "Damn!" Like we're because you don't remember as much when you're five or six right, as much. Right. But I, I remember when I was twelve. You feel me? I remember mm-hmm. being thirteen in the summertime, looking for, you know <laughs> for some girls to. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was still a virgin, you know what I'm saying? But to be real, right? So yeah, yeah. I'm like, damn, you know, like we're we're at this age, like we're the uncles. You feel me? Like we're uncle, like you know, Uncle Charlie. Charlie calls up Uncle Charlie, but like we we're uncles, bro. We're we're, mm-hmm. we're the uncle age, where it's mm-hmm. like we're here to be, and we hear this all the time. These young niggas need guidance, right? Where are they gonna get it from, bro? Mm-hmm. Where are they gonna get it from if the, if if the uncles is not doing it? Mm-hmm. I had a I had a drunk uncle. Rest in peace, Uncle Charles. Rest in peace. Yeah. Um. But he, he, you know, he was off the chain, but he was still pulling me like you talk about pull you pull your butt. Come on, man, he tripping. You know, he's doing this and whatever like that. Mm-hmm. So it's it's our duty, bro. It's our duty to do that. 
because these young kids, these young boys do need guidance, bro. They really, really do. And you think about generations now, like, um, now these kids are growing up, a lot of them are growing up with fathers now. I mean, you know, because our age, we're taking care of our kids. You feel what I'm right, saying? Right, God bless the day. Yeah, I'll say. Uh, we're taking care of our kids. But the generation that was behind us. In front of us. In front of us, excuse me. In front of us didn't have that opportunity, right? Right. So if you're not fathering a kid, you need to be mentoring a kid. You feel oh, what I'm saying? God, that's key. Like, and it don't have to be a random kid out the street. It can be starting your fucking family, bro. Right. You know your sister has a, a son or a daughter. Right. Like, you know that, and I'm not saying you got to take them all the time, but, like, you got to be in their life. You know what I mean? Right. They might have a dad, but that doesn't mean you still can't be in their life. Right. So it starts in your own family. I, I got to say that, according to what you said. Little cousins. Your, cousins, your cousin has kids. Right. You know what I'm saying? I got a cousin, you know. I'm going to text my cousin tonight. Yeah, your cousin has kids, man. You know, it starts in your family. But um, I'm glad you said that because I went to my mother-in-law's house yesterday. And I told my, my nephew, I said, and this is the nephew for me that I watched him grow up with kids. This is kids' sister's son. son. Okay. I watched him grow up and I said to myself, well, here's the thing. I didn't say this to myself, but I said this. You either say to yourself, hey, um, when that when that gets to three, ten, hit the button. Hit the button twice. Hit it twice. No, no, no. Ah, I'm going to turn the mic on. Here you go. Sit down. Hit, I'm sorry. You're going to hit the, hit, hit the, no, 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 not that one. Hit the enter button. Hit it twice. Hit it again. Okay, there you go. Good, good, good. Sit down. <laughs> I said to myself this. I said, I'm going to make sure that what he lacks, he doesn't have to lack for too much. Mm -hmm. We're talking about um, kids not having fathers. Mm -hmm. He ain't got one. But... And I forgot what I was saying, fam. Damn, it was a great point that you made, but I forgot what I was saying. Anyway, we were at my mom, my mother-in-law's crib yesterday. And for me, I've had conversations with him as a black kid without a father. You got two factors in front of you. You're black mm -hmm. and you don't have a father. Mm -hmm. So you got to work twice as hard. To make it. Because we already know that the givens are, listen, when you go anywhere, your father's not present. So people are going to already look at you like, listen, whatever your mom says, it doesn't matter. She's a woman. Mm -hmm. The second part is you're black. Mm -hmm. Right. So I said to him, you got to work as hard. You it, it, Listen, whatever, whatever people want to say to you is this. People can say to you, oh. Well, this and this and that, this and this and that. And you can say, well, I never had a father to raise me. I never had a father to look after me. Yeah. But you got uncles. Right. And you got an uncle who's married in mm -hmm. that has kind of invested in you. Mm -hmm. And when I saw him yesterday, 
on the game. Mm-hmm. To me, I said to myself, oh, it just pisses me off because here it is. I'm giving you the game, mm-hmm. but you're not. But you're not. You're not. You have to decide in your own. This goes back to what you were saying earlier about, hey, you know what? It's time for me and it's time for me to take advantage. You got it within yourself. Say, you know what? I'm going to get it. I'm going to grind. Because if you don't. How old is he? He'll be 14 in June. Oh, let that boy live, man. Nah. Let him live. No. No, man. You do. No. No. No, it ain't no such thing as living. If you go back to community, listen, we're in a time period now where fathers are present. They are. They are present, right? But who would who who do they learn from? You feel me? Mm. Mm. So it's one thing to be present, but you gotta have some wisdom about yourself. You feel me? Like you could speak to your life experiences, which is great, but doesn't necessarily mean you have wisdom about how the life, how the world works, and how to. When you say wisdom, you're talking about experiences within what you're talking about. Not necessarily, because you have wisdom about certain things, but some, you know, there's game that you you get, you know, get blessed with some game, and you know how. I know how this is going to turn out for you. You feel what I'm saying? So you can speak to your own experiences, but you also speak to what you go study. You also speak to what you've been taught by others. You feel me? Um, so, yeah, there's, there's, unfortunately, bro, unfortunately, there's boys raising boys, not men raising boys. Right. Right. I'm reading a book right now, man, and, um, uh, part two of it. It's in my damn. My thing back right now. Look it up. Um, I'm having a, it's the it's the crown black. It's, it has to be the crown black. Um, golly, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm down right now. It's cool. My but, um, the guy that cut my grass was saying, "I'm cutting the more." I told him I cut it. I bought my stuff. You got the lawnmower? Yes. It's over. I did mine yesterday. Yeah, I mean, fam, you know, I cut the schoolyard because I'm a softball coach. I cut the schoolyard. Mm-hmm. So kids was on my ass like, hey, when you go get this front yard cut, you can cut this. You can cut the yard at, at Wall Street. When you going to cut this shit cut? And I, I called my man. I said, I, I called my lawn man. I wanted to give him that. Mm-hmm. He told me a whole bunch of shit that I ain't trying to... Listen, he told me a whole bunch of shit I ain't trying to hear. My wife ain't trying to hear from me. Right. So I went and bought this shit and I went and cut it. No, sir. You're done. Shut up, please. <laughs> say, say that $40 a week, man. <laughs> it was 40 <laughs> I've been there done that. So I'm, I'm, I'm speaking from experience. Wisdom. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, wisdom speaking right there. Real shit, man. <laughs> I was speaking from experience. I just come out yesterday. <laughs> oh man, why can't think of the name of this book, man? It's killing me. It don't matter. I Listen, got picture in my head, but it talks about. So chapter one talks about from boy shit. for um. There's a difference between you know boyhood and maleness. You know, like right. boy maleness and manhood. Right. You know, uh, right. male is your sexual orientation. Uh huh. Doesn't make you a man. You feel me? Right. So the difference between boyhood and manhood is talking about 
manhood talks about responsibility, accountability. Boyhood is a is a blame game. You blame it on some blame it on your past experiences. Okay. Or you blame it on someone else to your, your circumstances. Right. Manhood is about accountability and responsibility. You know what right. I mean? So it was just so what I was saying was there's a lot of boys being raised by boys. Right. Which still again, what I say that's why I spoke to you earlier when I said Someone might have a father in their life, but you still over there to bless some some jewels. You know what I mean? You know what? When I listen to this, and I probably won't remember what I was saying, but it all boils down to this: that um, yes, fam, you gotta relax. <laughs> <laughs> listen, I'm kicking it with my brother, man. Um, Freddie, I love you. I'm having fun, bro. That's all I'm saying. I love you, man, because I, you know, it can go unnoticed and unappre. It can go unsaid that hey, you kind of, kind of like help me out. You know, people look for hey, why am I not doing this and why am I I not doing that? And it it's one of those things for me where it's like, listen, you you being here, it brings it back full circle for me because. I'm not here today without your alley oops. I said it again. I'm in your house, man. You know this means a lot to me, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm in your house. It's a beautiful my, crib. My nigga brought the liquor, man. Come on, man. Come on, stop. <laughs> it's a beautiful crib, man. Like this means a lot to me because you said, you know, talk about from our beginnings, right. man. Listen, I want you to get all your money. Listen, I play this song every day. You want to stay alive So real become physical I play this song all the time I play this song all the time To get me ready for the podcast John Ross Dyke first Founder of Still Visionary Inc But for you You finna be about these dollars Nigga Listen I want you to know I don't never use this word on the podcast But fuck it you my nigga Well three days Same clothes Two eyes I can't close Go ahead man Go ahead No I'm saying saying? I'm just I'm honored to be in your house man Like this I'm my first time in your house, right? Like ever, right? Like ever, ever. I've been your your parents' house. I've been your parents' house once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Fine metal. Fine metal. Fine metal. I said fine, fine, fine metal for sure. I've been a fine metal by in your house like this. This is this is a lot for me, bro. So right, I'm, I'm, I'm gracious and blessed and happy, bro. You know, my wife is a the very dope. secretive person. Yeah, she, she don't like too many people around. Man. <laughs> I got we could do part two of this. I can talk about y'all relationship. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Girl, but she for me, let's see, something to prove. Oh man, yeah, beautiful man. Bro. First hook, first hook. Thank you for having me on, bro. I mean, I'm about a dollar, your honor. It's niggas that die for that dollar. I'm about a holler, your honor. And I'm hopping out of this college for real. And graduate college with honors. But I got some partners with that. I got some partners in politics. And I'm BAD. I'm about a dollar. I'm about a dollar. John Ross Dyke first, founder of Still Visionary and creator of the What's Next podcast, dropping every Tuesday. And creator of the What's Next podcast, every Tuesday, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. John Ross Dyke first, founder of Still Visionary and creator of the What's Next podcast, dropping every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Shout out to my man Three for putting that together. John Ross Dyke first, founder of Still Visionary and creator of the What's Next podcast, dropping every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Fam. Um, we're gonna have a part two. 
<laughs> I gotta talk about this experience on the drop day for you. And I will be there on Saturday after I cut this grass. What time y'all starting on Saturday? 7 p.m. 7 p.m. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Friday and Saturday night, 7 p.m. Come in after dark. Oh, I might be there on Friday after the the, uh, softball game. Come Friday night, 7 p.m. I mean, we're there till midnight. Right across the street? It's really right down the street. Oh, yeah. I'll be there. Come on. All you got to do. I'm coming. You got to cook. Y'all come on the weekends. Nobody cooks on Friday. Who cooks on the Friday? Nobody cooks right. on Friday. Right. Come to 713 Food Truck Plaza Southside. Right, right, you know right, 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 right. And I followed you on Instagram. For sure. And let me do that on my personal. Listen, most importantly, the last question I'll ask is, what's next? This is really exclusive, bro. Go ahead, man. For you, you know, man. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I need mean, that. Um, I need that. I need we're, that. We're located at uh, 5309 MLK Boulevard, which okay. is uh, on the campus of the Shrine Cultural Center, the Shrine of the Black Madonna. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, right mm-hmm. across the street from Kip, right mm-hmm. down the street from U of H, right down the street from TSU. Right. Right um, down the street from me. Yeah, for sure. Right. Uh, it's You know, this is the the onset. You know, this is the, 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 uh, the, the get it jumping. Mm-hmm. But, you know, my plan is to have a great year, mm-hmm. uh, grow the buzz, and, you know, it's about self-determination, Kuja Jaka you know what I mean? So, mm. I'm going to have my own Hit property. us with the Kwanzaa, man. Stop it, man. Stop <laughs> it, man. I want to, you know, the the plan is to get my own property, you feel me? Mm. And, mm. And, and operate things the way I wanted to and, mm. and do things, uh, you know, because I'm, I'm using someone else's property right now, so I got to. By by their rules, you feel me? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. um twenty twenty two. Mm-hmm. Own property. It's still seven one three. It's still H Town all day. Mm-hmm. That's why it's seven one three food show plaza, because I'm H Town all day. Love my mm-hmm. city. Mm-hmm. And that's what's next, baby. Mm-hmm. That's a jail. That's a jail right there. <laughs> Uh, let me let me relax, man, before they flag my stuff. Oh man, listen, um, Freddie. Yeah. I love you. Oh most definitely. I do. No question. Because um shout out to my homie Jakar Taylor. Um, rest in peace to Grant Taylor. Um, and I'll talk about that on the off air, but uh, I love you. Listen, Houston, Texas. Uh, this is my man Fred Bryant. I'll be at his event on Friday and Saturday this weekend. This episode is dropping tomorrow at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Listen, I do what I do for myself to prove that I could do it for others. My man Freddie Bryant is here. Um, Y'all just tune in, man. Here we go. I feel like 95. Sachi on my body. Biggie chick with puffy. All that ballin' is a hobby. And I'm wildin' in my wallies. And I'm valleys, no Pilates. More way, get you more wet. Now that's these Pumanti. My crystal ball, I see crystal. I crystal y'all with that. I saw the sign like Ace of Spades. That Ace of Spades get cracked. We like, cheers to the money guys. The willy nigga. Who buy them bottles? And then they spill these liquors. Salute my dude, I see you Five bottles, one dick, why I need some rubs? I know I'm out of line, but love is shower time You know it rose a rain, when your cloud is nine Get off that high 
ass hussy. This a private party. Been on my dick too long. Your breath on private party. You gon' be nice and naughty. These walls on prices hard. This the upper crust. Fuck us up. Over and over, 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 over,